Hello, hello, good evening, roller fanciers and and my and listeners of the roller agenda. Oh, this evening I'm coming to you guys with part two of the Keith London interview by Keith London. This interview is going to be about mm, my thought process. What made how how do I think when it came to develop developing my family? How I still think. So, um, then we left off and kind of explained the process of getting past the, you know, the downsides or how to, you know, eradicate them altogether. Um, but to get past certain things, you got, like I said, you got to recognize there is a problem. And once you identify the problem, you can work on getting past it, whether it be frequency, depth, um, style. Um, or speed if you have it, or kidding, whatever it may be. The downsides of stuff you did, let's say like, I'm going to take the white heat birds for, for instance. Now bringing the white heat birds, they, they made the birds a little more frequent. Um, they're a little more erratic than other birds. You might get a super good spinner that kit will. You might get another super, equally good spinner that don't kit. Uh, you might get a good 40-footer that's stable, and then you might get another 40-foot bird that, that's unstable. So what do you do? You want, you want some parts of that, which is the heat part, the part to keep the birds rolling at all times. So what do you do? This is what I did. I kept the birds that displayed everything I wanted and none of what I didn't want. So if it was a 10-foot bird, with frequency and roll all time, I kept it versus the 40 foot bird with frequency that was unstable. I didn't use that one. Um, I'll take that 10 foot one. That's why I did. Um, if it was a, a, a 40 foot bird that was stable, but it might not have been frequent, but it kitted well, I will consider that one. I will consider that one. I mean, that's kind of stuff, I, that's kind of thoughts. That was my thought process. Um, only put in what, I, what was going to help, what was going to make my family stronger and none of what would make it weaker. So, after I, after I bred them, it, I took careful consideration that how to keep them good was to first change the color. Not change the color, birds of different colors rolled different. Not made them dark chicks and they were different, they had different character about them, but they were still white heat. So what I did was I take them birds to another distant white heat bird, distant, but then you, I start getting a grizzle again, stuff like that. But I just kept the blood there just to keep the birds rolling, keep them exciting. That's all. Um, that's, that's just the white heat birds. So it's, it's in there, but it's very little, but it's still running through the bird's veins. Now, I'm going to try to go step by step, well, I was actually explaining step by step why I integrated birds in and the thought presses behind those integrations. Okay. Before I, I had the Lee Meyer, like I said, Lee Meyer told the pencil-based birds. Then I had the smoke side. Once I started getting rid of the pencil-based birds and Lee Meyer birds, I concentrated on the smoke birds. Now, I chose 
the Norwood line because when it came to spin, those were some of the best birds around as far as the spin. I, I accept that. I knew some of them were very infrequent. They weren't really kit sensitive. but They can be frequent but not kit sensitive. They'd be individuals. I knew that. But I wasn't worried about that part. I was more so about the stability, type, and speed. That's it. That's what I wanted from them. So I tried Juan Navarro, Arnold Jackson, um, and some straight Nova birds from Speedy and Donnie. First of all, the ones from Speedy and Donnie were a little bit on extreme, extreme stability. Um, was a hen I got from Donnie. I think a band that was five twenty-five or four twenty-five, whatever it was, old bronze body. Now take that bird to this day. If I have that bird right now, I can do great things with it. Can now understand the breed a little better. I didn't understand the breed as much back then. I was still learning a lot of stuff. One of the ones I got from Speedy, which was the uh, what they call them damn birds. They got a name. It'll come to me in a minute. Well, those I didn't pretty much, I didn't like as much as I like the one from, that, that one I did use from Donnie that came from his dad. But anyway, past that, go to Arnold's and Juan's. This came down from some birds from Norwood. Now, the way they cultivated these birds, they spun excellent. They kitted excellent. They just weren't real frequent. So, and they had good type. So that's what I brought in. Took it to my smoke birds, which were very frequent. The type was inconsistent, and that tightened it up. So every time I crossed an honor bird or a wine bird to my birds in the club, I won best individual every single time. Because my birds put the frequency and, and the work rate on the birds, and their birds supplied the stability speed and type for them to, to do it consecutively and it worked one thing about it, they weren't consistent with it they, they have they have, they have periods where they would kind of go flat so how what, so that's when i decided to bring in something else so when i bring in so then the search began again so how do i bring that back without going back to the smoke birds and keep going back and forth so i had to bring something that had a little bit of both worlds in it, but they lacked. I bring in some jack and that bird, but they lacked the speed. They had good style, some of them, but they lacked the speed. But they had the work rate like that. So I tried several, ended up keeping two. I would have kept one longer if I had understood it, but I didn't, so I let it go. But anyway, that's the idea. Try jack and that. So it was still some of that in the birds, too. This is all part of the building process. So now I have to search again. I mean, this was, they was getting better, but I still, still wasn't what I wanted. So then I had to go to, I grabbed, grabbed some Houghton birds from a, a guy out in Moreno Valley area. Those didn't work. Took, those birds took, took too long to come in. And when they came in, it wasn't really worth the wait. The span was there. They kind of worked, but they was extremely short. So... I don't, want, I don't want to go through that again. So I, I trashed those and moved on. I was kidding. So I just kept working with what I had. A little bit of Jack and that smoke, Navarro. I kept working with that for a while. And then one day I just decided to call 
No, I want to see Jerry fly. And I already seen Norm Reed fly. I didn't get the birth of Norm Reed yet. I got I want to see Jerry fly. Okay, I liked him. So then when, I, then when Kevin McCray bought the birds and he told me what he did, I called Jerry up and we went to Norm Reed house. I also got birth from Roy Traherne. The Roy Traherne birds did well. They got birds in them right in, in my loft. Now they go back to them with a little bit of Jerry and Norm. It's a, it was a search process. So, and, and I made my mind that everything had to go through smoke. Every bird. If it didn't work with smoke, I didn't keep it. No matter how good they were together with other stuff, if it didn't go with the smoke birds, I didn't keep it. So, I was adamant about doing this. I mean, I just, that's what I wanted to do. Um, I had a vision, and I just stuck to my vision. I called Jerry and told Jerry, Jerry, um, I need to buy two cockbirds from two really good cockbirds from you. Um, he said, okay, I think I'll, I have two, but I think I promised Bruce Hall one. So I'm going to slim down with Bruce Hall, and we go from there. So when Bruce Hall came to the house, I gave Bruce the money, took it to Jerry, brought two birds back, told him to pick which one I wanted first. So I picked the white he cocked two, six, three. That's how, that's how I got him. That's the first part. But I didn't breed off him yet. Then we went to, we had a club fly once. I went to Juan Navarro's house. He had these spangles flying that just kept rolling, just kept rolling, and kept rolling, and kept rolling. And I said, man, but they wouldn't, they was like, they couldn't hang with the kit they kept rolling so much, but they kept trying to get back to the kit. So hit the kit, they go again. Like, so hit the kit, they go again. But the other birds weren't rolling. I said, okay. So I said, let me get one of those. He said, I don't think my hold on to those. Oh, but let you get their father. The father was the bull eye spangle. Got him. The rest was history. So, when I brought those in, I still have this, I, I have a, this vision that I really, 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 I stick to. I stick to, I got a vision. And when I was asked what helps me decide on what birds I'm to bring, I'm going to bring in, I told them, I have a vision. What my gold kit will look like. Every bird I select, Every bird I fly, every bird I remove from the program, every bird I pull from the kit has me moving me closer to that vision. That vision is 20 birds flying together. When they fly, they're flying so smooth, effortless and graceful that when they break, it's just like poetry. Boom. And they hold it all the way through, anywhere from 20 to 40 feet. Stop, regroup immediately. Fly another 10, 20 seconds, boom, go again. Regroup immediately. Fly another 10, 20 seconds, boom. And that's my vision. The style on them birds anywhere between 1.7 and 1.65 to 1.85. I'm not trying to produce 1.9s. I'm not trying to produce 2.0s. I don't think it's necessary to do what I'm trying to do. Um, I just need the kit sensitivity to be up. I need birds to commit. So when they broke, if they're 20 foot birds, if they're within safety, I need that. I need that 20 feet. 
I need them birds that, that feed off each other. Birds that fly my kit that don't feed off the kit, I do not bring into the loft. And that's what I had to get back to. Um, I don't think feed makes your birds break. I think feed is a tool used to get the max out of them and to sustain life. That's how I look at it. They got to eat every day, so I feed them every day. They need to eat every day. The tricks, there are no tricks. There's just programs or things you set to happen for, to, 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 to narrow it down to a certain day. You got to have a thought process of that. You have to be able to do that. That's why you hear all these dudes talking about how hot their kid is, their kid, and on Friday they get 50. So, everything I do is guiding me toward my vision. If I see my kid in birds, whatever pair of storm birds that don't commit on break, they spin good, they're not committing on break, I got to figure out which parent is coming from, or is it because of the combination? If it's a combination of the two, they both got to go. Or, put it this way, the birds I'm getting rid of now, I'm getting a bird because of, hold on. 